Hello and welcome to this special edition of the show coming to you from India's entertainment capital, Mumbai. He is by far one of India's biggest stars and his appeal is spread around the globe. In a career spanning two decades, he's appeared in more than 60 movies, prolific even by Bollywood standards. And his work has earned him huge box office success, critical acclaim and a long string of awards. His name is Shah Rukh Khan, but he's affectionately known as King Khan or SRK to his legion of fans. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, hero image, almost with the glasses and ill-fitting clothes and everything else. Were you trying to break away from the, the typical hero look? No, I wasn't breaking away. It's actually, uh, the idea came to me for some years. Uh, see, I do come from a very uh, middle class, regular kind of background. And uh, I've been selling uh, this dream-like uh, hero, hero type. I call them the hero type. I don't call them stereotypes. It's a hero type. He's cool. He wears Harley Davidson, wears Ray-Bans, uh, drives a uh, you know, cool car or a bike. And he's very good with women. And, uh, and I started feeling that uh, I've been selling this too long uh, and I truly believe I force people into watching the kind of films I do and uh, uh, sometimes I'm, uh, I, I get a little, uh, you know, wary of looking and I'm like, you know, is this what I want to keep telling people? It's really cool to be cool and I'm not cool in personal life. I'm rather boring and uh, uh, quite a, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not very interesting. Because uh, you can't tell that to your fans, they would, probably wouldn't agree. Yeah, but well. actually in real life I'm like that and, and I've come from that kind of background. Maybe that's why I, uh, you know, it's, it's, I vent myself by playing Superman and Batman every day. So I've said that every time that, you know, I, it's really nice. I can't be me, so I'll be someone else. And so I decided and I sort of realized that only a couple of, uh, you know, maybe 2% people in the world are Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise. Uh, and even them, I'm sure when you ask them, they never thought they would be that. Because I understand it now, 20 years of work, and I never thought I would be a big star. So 98% uh, of the people, can I just turn around and tell them, it's really good to be you. It's really nice. Uh, it's not special to be special. It is special to be ordinary. And, uh, you know, and it's very nice. Uh, you know, and I think we all have two people inside. Some of us get the opportunity, like I did, because I came into media, that I can go out and, you know, behave uh, whatever I feel, you know, wear tights over, underwears over tights and have a good time. But uh, a lot of us don't get that opportunity. I wanted to make a film which wants to tell every woman, every man, that it's really, really cool uh, to be used. So Raj was this guy, that prototype I'd created, who, or got created, I didn't create him. Uh, you know, it just happened that everyone says, oh, you know, Shahrukh kind of song, and, you know, he'll, he'll put his arms out and he'll look with... Uh, what they call doe eyes or dog eyes, I don't know, puppy dog eyes and stuff like that, and girls will fall in love. So I want to make a character who I actually met on one of my uh, uh, shows, uh, one of the game shows I was doing, uh, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? And I met this gentleman who turned around and I asked him, what are you going to do with this money? And he said, I'm going to give it to poor people. And I said, aren't you poor? He says, no, I just missed it, but I felt poverty. And I want to give it to them. He didn't win, he didn't make it on the show. I was just having a chat with him before the show. And uh, I found that very, very uh, honest, very brave, very courageous. And I found him uh, better than me, that he's so comfortable just being him, with or without the money. So I wanted to make this guy. I saw the film yesterday. So that's why I, I, I and I think I've, uh, I've done a, uh, okay, I won't be uh, humble. I've done a brilliant job. 
<laughs> of creating a simple ordinary guy. It's so nice because it's just about this, um, it's just so nice to be you, uh, you know, simple people. Was it commercially risky though, especially when now with the, uh, the downturn, Bollywood's been going through a bit of a financial crisis this year too, uh, to, to go away from the, the standard hero type of measure as well. Commercially it was quite a risk, wasn't it? So there are two ways to look at it. One, um, you know that uh, uh, somehow I think over the years, now 20 years I've been working, I think uh, a few films that I've done in the last couple of years or three years, uh, I've tried to be different. I'm trying to create characters because I've started enjoying that. And uh, people seem to appreciate it, whether it's a Swadesh or a Chakde India, where in the beginning people do turn around and say, oh God, he's, you know, he's going to sing a song. He's going to be there with a beard. And then slowly, the films uh, are always, I believe, bigger than the star or the actor. And that proved it so with these two films. So this time, I think people are a little um, apprehensive about saying, we don't like him. They're like, okay, you know, there must be something to this film. So I'm using that, uh, one. Secondly, I think uh, the commerce that we talk about, or the business and the industry, uh, the part that is uh, in everybody's mind now, I think uh, the business of the film itself kills the film. The business of the industry doesn't kill a film. So you make a film, when you made Chakde, it was made in like a, maybe a couple of million dollars, uh, which is a very small budget film for the kind of stardom and everything it attached to it. But we made it in that. And we released it and it did well. Similarly, this film is much more expensive. It's a film that has been made by the director who had the longest film, second longest film in the history of the world, uh, running film, Dilwale Dulaniya Jayenge. And we said, uh, if we don't do it, now we are all 40s, and I said, you know, we need to do something special. We need to turn around. And Adi was uh, really gung-ho. He said, so if we go wrong, it'll be okay. And, uh, you know, so we, 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 uh, we didn't mind that. And uh, I think the business itself will work it out. We put enough uh, uh, commercial tidbits around it, the timing to release it, where people will come to see it. And we believe that the story is nice. How, I mean, as you were saying, about two decades in the business for you now. How has uh, the film industry in India evolved? I mean, has there been any radical change? Because there's a set formula, the song and dance is still the exciting thing for many people, isn't it? Actually, last five years, radical change. Uh, if I was to just go over the uh, 20 years, I'd say the first big change is technology. I think we have uh, learned, we had access to it about 10 years ago. In the last five years, we've learned how to use those tools, whether it's VFX, whether it's the cameras, whether it's the lensing, whether it's the lighting. Uh, the second change that has happened is that uh, there are the hero types can do a lot more things than they could earlier uh, because of the exposure of this immense amount of television that has come into the country. So you have superheroes and you have super bad guys played by guys who normally played good and it's accepted. It's no longer special. When I started off, I became a big star because I played a bad guy. It was the first time a regular movie star was doing a bad guy and, and they still turn around and tell me, oh, he was the first one who started. It was very special. Now it's no longer special. And I think that's wonderful for an actor or a star. And the third change is uh, India is going to be the youngest country in the world in the next few years. I think 2010, 2011, I think Uganda and India are going to be there. And that change has been the radical one. The last five years, uh, youngsters have come in. Like now when I show my son a film who's 11, who's not perhaps the right age, but you know, I'm, I have access to kids of 15, 16, who I'm talking about. Um, the other day I saw a film and I was telling uh, the problems in the film to these kids. And, but did you like that? They didn't resolve that. They didn't say that. He didn't look good. And this kid turned around and said, you know, uncle, you have problems. The film had no problem. And that was really nice because the kids now, or the youngsters now, they don't come with a set, 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 of, uh, a, a set piece in mind, the film has to be like this. So there are a lot of new films without songs. We're doing films without songs without a big thing now. And there is a chain, but yes, there is still a 60 to 70% big market, which has to be, uh, you know, it's such a huge country with so many different people. 
you need to do something for the grandmoms also. And, uh, you know, so you have, a, have to do a mix kind of a stuff. For the last decade or so, there's been a lot of comparison between Hollywood and Bollywood. And of course, you know, the question that usually gets asked is, do you have interest in Hollywood? Uh, Indian actors get asked this. And of course, now Hollywood's influence is coming into India. It's gone almost the other way, that instead of everyone looking to go to West, the West is coming to the East. Yeah, this has happened. I, I you know, I tell everyone uh, that it's not me who should, uh, you know, it, it doesn't make a difference how interested I am in Hollywood. Uh, it's the other way around. Uh, you know, they, they, they would be the employers. And I don't think anyone is interested in me. To be really honest, I have nothing special to offer. I'm 40-year-old. They have much better-looking, much more talented 40-year-old actors there. Uh, I don't know Kung Fu. Uh, my dancing's not as good as Travolta. Uh, there's nothing special about me. So I don't think I'll make it unless, you know, one director decides to make a film about a thin, brown, uh, scruffy-haired Indian. And, you know, it's a realistic biopic, and I get the Oscar for it. But I don't think uh, anybody would be interested. I don't have anything to offer. I don't think I'm good enough to be in Hollywood. Um, I think I'm not good enough to be in uh, the Indian film industry. I'm just sort of getting to, you know, set it right for myself. Uh, the second part is that, yes, uh, you know, there was a time when I very pompously, when I was younger and stupider, uh, I remember saying it, you know, when people used to say, are you going to Hollywood? And very pompously in an America and Voice of America, I think I was giving an interview and I said, turned around and said, yeah, if Hollywood wants me, it has to come to Mumbai. And uh, it was very pompous and silly, and, uh, but sounded good, you know, like a movie star. Uh, but now I notice the production has come here. The market is here now. You know, you have 1.2 billion people here. Uh, and I've always thought that, you know, we're looking for the rest of the world of 4 billion people or 5 billion people, but we at home have such eyeballs. Production houses like Warner Brothers, Sony, Columbia, they're so wonderful now. They're coming down. They're bringing in the organization of the American mind, and I think we need to bring in a bit of rawness and madness of the Indian culture, the colors and uh, warmth, and that would be a great mix. So far, that's not happened. I don't think there is a mix which has happened. Once that happens, I think the business acumen of Americans and the Westerners and uh, the storytelling uh, prowess of uh, you know, this side of the world would be a great thing, but it's not happened yet. Now you're humble about your, uh, your achievements and your talents, but one thing you have clearly that's, that's not even visible in Hollywood at this on this scale is, is your star appeal. I mean, India has it at a level that's yourself, people like Amitabh Bachchan. You have something that, that really doesn't get reflected anywhere else in the world. So when, when Hollywood comes here, is it going to try to change the industry? Or do you think that you are able to be strong enough on your domestic turf to be able to say, this is how we do things, how can we work together? No, I think the reason they're coming down here is that they've already accepted the fact that uh, India is the only country, as a matter of fact, if I may say so, where English films or Western films haven't done well at all. Uh, Spider-Man doesn't take an opening, uh, unfortunately. Wonderful films. Uh, um, you know, even a film like, uh, which was the film, uh, I Am the King of the World, Titanic wasn't very big here. It's great in South Africa, it's great in Japan, it's great in uh, Southeast Asia. But in India, uh, Western films don't even take an opening. Their business is 100th. So they do realize that they have to do something special. And obviously, the market is special. That's why it's not taking on to the films like the rest of the world is. Um, as far as, uh, uh, you know, your, the second part is that uh, whether you they have to listen to our demands, I think it has to be Quentin Tarantino. I heard him speak in Cannes once, and he said something very wonderful. He said a film industry would only exist in a country on a big scale if it has a star system. Uh, and you notice it. Uh, I mean, if I may add, you know, England or say even France now or some other great filmmaking nations somehow haven't been able to keep up with the rest of the world because the star system has sort of just, you know, it becomes a job. So you go, you're an actor. Uh, this demigod status that is given in India, uh, as a matter of fact, I think uh, makes uh, greater business sense and that's why it will continue like that. But we've got to pause here for a short break. We're back with more with Shah Rukh Khan in just a moment. Don't go away.
Welcome back. We're talking with Shah Rukh Khan, one of India's biggest stars in Bollywood, the Indian film industry. Now, we were talking before the break about uh, Hollywood's influence in Bollywood. An email, if I may put it to you, that came in from a viewer called Bob Larabo in California in the USA says, no matter where you go, people want to see Hollywood productions. What are you doing to bring Bollywood up to that level? What has to happen to make Bollywood productions as popular as Hollywood films in the global market? I think uh, two or three things. Uh, one, we have to make our films less lengthy <laughs> because, uh, you know, you, you can't keep on holding going to the loo and uh, it, it, the Westerners are not used to that. I've, I've seen a lot of films and they're like, oh, you have a break. I say, yeah, I need to go for a smoke. You need to go to the loo and, you know, stuff. And I think we need to shorten the film. The language that our films are, uh, uh, you know, rendered in have to change. Our language is still, I was speaking to some great screenplay writer in America and he said, you have too many entries and exits, which is true. You know, so the language has to change a bit so that, see, I always uh, uh, equate it to being, uh, uh, you know, invited to this uh, really uh, upper class British party. I have to dress up the way they do. You know, everybody's not Gandhiji. You have to dress up and go down there and follow the rules. So if I'm going into a party, if we have to go to world cinema like Hollywood has, then you have to dress up like them. I always tell all my filmmaker friends, so I think the length will have to shorten, the language will have to go down, and the marketing will have to leave to the Western world. And when I say language, I may also add, yeah, I think Hindi language is not a problem, really. The songs will have to remain because that's the USP, but they'll have to get a little more realistic because I think uh, the Western world has lost touch with musicals. Uh, these three, four things, but the length, most important, the language and screenplay. We don't have in India great screenplay writers. See, the business part of it, I'm sure the Western world will handle, they're all here. I'm sure they will market it, they'll do, I've met all of them, they're fantastic with that. Uh, they will take it to the world audience. But uh, we will have to 100% work a lot on our screenplay. Our storytelling technique, the storytelling is good. The technique will have to, uh, I, I think it's a science in the West and we haven't uh, really conquered it here. I ask a lot of Western, uh, you know, uh, Hollywood stars when I, when I interview them, if they have reached a point in their lives where they have complete freedom over their, their craft, you know, they can pick and choose. Is it the same kind of situation in, in Bollywood? Yes, you have, um, 100%. But, you know, uh, freedom always seems like this for every star, and I can, I can even say it for the Western stars. It's always from the out, outside. Inside stars and uh, actors and uh, uh, all the creative people are immensely insecure. You know, so you do succumb to, you may say, I'm free to choose whatever, but finally you choose in a strange sense, in a parameter of uh, success. I, I'm going to choose this, but I hope it's successful. I hope it's the next summer, summer blockbuster. It's the Christmas blockbuster. So I think those parameters really don't give you that kind of freedom. But yeah, I, I can. Uh, I produce my own films now. Whenever I feel like uh, being lavish and silly to make a film, and they always flop, except for the last two, they were bigots. Uh, I, I just choose a film and I say, okay, I'll just go with it and let's see what happens. Uh, I produce them. But yeah, I think stars have a lot of freedom in India. The star system is very strong here. Yeah. Well, I'll give you another email here that came in from Akhtar Sheikh in Paris, in France who wrote in saying, we recently heard that a Paris museum is making a wax statue of you. How does it feel to be the only Indian, besides Gandhi, to be honored in such a way? And were you surprised that uh, you had so many fans in France? Oh, I was very, very I've, I've been taken aback twice. I've been there. The statue is already installed there in Grevin. I don't know how to pronounce it. G-R-E-V-I-N, yeah. Grevin Museum. And it was beautiful because I had my six-pack then. So they've done it with that. Uh, uh, they came and did it in London with these laser machines. And uh, I'd been there twice, once before for releasing my film. And the whole Champs-Élysées was uh, chock-a-block 
with a lot of actually people from uh, in Afghanistan, Arabs, uh, Tunisians, and uh, some Europeans also. I have a huge, strangely, I don't know, the Germans seem to like my films. <laughs> so a lot of Germans and some French people also. So Is this the six pack? Because they like Baywatch. Too. This was before the six pack. <laughs> I haven't gone there after the six pack, except to. Uh, it was very sweet, actually. They had uh, little Indian dancing and stuff there, uh, when they re and it was really nice to be next to Mahatma Gandhi. Uh, but uh, it, it was. Uh, it's a great honor and. Uh, uh, honor with the great sense of uh, happiness. Now, it's, it's interesting, before, the, before we went with the show, you know, started recording the show, uh, I was talking to you about um, some of the stereotypes that occur around the world. And one, of course, is, is the Muslim stereotype. You have the name Khan, which in America, for example, stops you at the borders. Now, you've had a few experiences there, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm always stopped. I have the four S's on my boarding pass. I'm uh, uh, frisked. And there are times when I feel it, you know, I, I wish I liked being frisked by men. Uh, but it, it, it doesn't work that way. But the big guys and uh, the big booming voices, and uh, sometimes yeah, they do get angry. And it is a, uh, uh, I, I know it's an American show, but uh, I mean it's going to America. But I like to tell you, it, it, it has started making me feel a little wary, aware, and reluctant uh, to go or travel to and fro in America. I get frisked a lot, and my kids get frisked a lot, and uh, I understand and I fully respect. If you have uh, the kind of destruction of the magnitude that America has faced, and which is very sad, I'm completely for uh, all kind of checks, and I'm completely for being a little uh, you know, over the top with it. Uh, but personally, it, you know, it's like I wish it didn't happen. I wish it. Uh, uh, to be honest, my name is Khan. I'm Shah Rukh, and uh, I'm a Muslim. I'm educated, and I'd like to tell everyone around the world, and I'm sure a lot of people watch this, uh, that you know, uh, terrorism. Terrorists uh, need not be only Islamic and, uh, you know, they don't have a religion. It's a thing which is cliche now. We keep saying it. And I think the educated Muslims should educate uh, everyone, including America, about the fact that just because your name is, uh, you know, uh, Rizwan uh, Khan, uh, you don't need to be friends. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm not traveling with you, that's for sure. <laughs> that yeah, double, double, double travel. The, the inter inter interesting thing is that in Hollywood, though, that um, there's been a criticism that the negative stereotyping of Muslims uh, you know, has perpetuated that stereotype. Has anything like that ever entered into, uh, you know, Indian film culture? Well, we can, we cannot, uh, you know, uh, see, American films have a stereotype because, you know, it's a parameter. It's very clear. It's a bad guy. Uh, he's going to speak a little like that. He's a bad guy, you know, a little dumb also normally. Uh, being a film guy, I don't, uh, I've got nothing against stereotypes, so I will not take a, a stand against that. I think it's a film, you do it, it's quick. You know, black guys who wear black are bad. Guys who wear white are good. We don't need to explain it to you. But we've been doing it in India. Every film we do, uh, Pakistanis are always the bad guys. And I find it wrong. So the film that I made about two years back, I, I, I wanted to say it. The terrorist guy or the bad guy is an Indian guy. And he's not even an Indian. He is without a state. And, uh, but we have. And it works. You know, we always say Pakistanis are bad. My family, half my family is from Pakistan. So I, I get very disturbed with this. I keep my kids, I tell everyone, listen, can we just stop stereotyping? See, film is okay, but we have started stereotyping it in, uh, in reality, which is sad. Uh, Interestingly enough, we had an email, if I may put this from uh, Peter Ashcroft uh, in uh, the USA, saying, can you influence fundamentalism to, to our advantage? I think by that he means, is it possible for someone like you who has popular appeal to help counter the, the negative uh, sway that perhaps the uh, extremists have over a young population, young Muslims and so on? Well, I tried in my small way. See, people do give too much credit to film actors, uh, in, especially in India. Uh, you know, I, I, I truly believe that you're, I'm 43, I just turned 43, and I wear makeup to work. 
And that can't make me really, uh, I mean, we can't really be very smart guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not really, you know, people start assuming you're very smart. People start assuming you are, but it would not be true for every actor. I don't think it's true for me. But I do try in my small way. Uh, so I, I'd, I'd say it in uh, Urdu or Hindi, where I do, do a small little scene where I'll say, I Bhagwan se dua mangta hu. You know, which is a mix of both religions. I tell all the youngsters in this country, whenever I do an interview, uh, that listen, um, the new religion has to be about work and work ethics. It doesn't have to be about Islam. It doesn't have to. My wife's Hindu. And uh, my kids uh, do the namaz. They read the Gayatri Mantra. They do everything together. We do it as a family. So I keep trying to do that even through the work. I keep trying creating characters who speak that. You know, whether the last film I was Kabir Khan, which is the first time I played a Muslim guy uh, with a set of bunch of uh, 30 Hindu girls. And he speaks their language, he does their religion. And so far, you know, the most secular part about uh, this business is I'm a Muslim in a Hindu country and people love me. So I think I try to put that and tell everyone, see, if you accept this, where is, and I think the youth understands that. Uh, as long as they don't get uh, taken in by, uh, you know, agendas of politicians, I think they understand that. Sometimes it's hard as a, as a star to get and not to get roped into politics. Recently, you were given the Datuk title in uh, Malaysia, yeah. the, the knighthood, like Sir, actually Sir Shah Rukh Khan. Um, and uh, you, you actually uh, weren't able to go there, or you refused to go at the time they wanted you to go, and it created a stir. How do you, how do you handle this when you get roped into what is a, sounds like a political situation? No, it's not like that. I, initially, when they gave it, I heard somewhere, I was there in Malaysia, and I said, I come now. And they said, no, uh, you know, there were some people who didn't think I should get it. And I'm like, okay, uh, you know, I don't really deserve to be uh, given a, a title like that. And uh, when we reworked the dates, I'm going on the 5th, actually. And it was just as much as, like, if you tell me, Shahrukh, can we do the interview on 29th? And I said, no, can we do it on the 3rd? So that's the only discussion I've had officially. But uh, without, uh, I'm, I'm part of media, so we do exaggerate a lot. We do uh, a lot of overacting. So I guess it just gets blown out of this. I have learned to just accept it with a smile and say, okay, I'll be there on the 5th, everything will be resolved, seven people will ask me this, and I'll say, listen, it was just an adjustment of time because I have a new movie releasing, and that's it. Well, Jarrod Khan, there's always more questions than there is time, so thank you very much for giving thank us Thank you, Thank you for coming over. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Thank you very much.